Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world's famous juggler, Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? I am fantastic. Fantastic, Ozzy. We restocked the beer, so life's good. <laughs> How are you doing? You know, I, I, uh, let's see. I'm, I lost my fantasy football matchup, but I was the third highest scorer of the week, right? That's the mm. second time that's happened in the past month. So I, this, this trophy here, it's desired so badly by my opponents that they're going to put up some sort of bullshit and have me schedule against somebody who just happens to score one of their highest point totals of the year against me. Or maybe so the football gods flattered. are like, you're no, 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 no. The football much, gods sir. have nothing to do with this. The football <laughs> gods have nothing to do with this. What this has are, are the losers that haven't held on to this trophy for as long as I have. And it's those losers that need to resort to underhanded tactics because they can't beat me the fair and square way, which which is fine. I'm flattered. Bring it on! Also with us, ladies and gentlemen, Flesh Wound producer Todd. Good evening. Weren't you just watching Bring It On, Todd? <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> well, this week we are not actually reviewing and discussing Bring It On. Today we are discussing the Tim Burton classic Beetlejuice starring primarily, I mean, well, we'll get into the screen time of everybody and who it actually stars, but technically starring Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, Winona Ryder, Jeffrey Jones, and Catherine O'Hara, who actually all get more screen time than the title character of Beetlejuice, played by Michael Keaton. Todd, do you have a trailer ready? Uh, yes, sir, I do. Oh, From the director of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Adam and Barbara are ghosts. What's the good of being a ghost if you can't frighten people away? Their house is being haunted by the living. Maybe the house could use a little remodeling. And they can't scare them into leaving. They're dead. It's a little late to be neurotic. So they're calling on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Who's no ordinary ghost. Yeah, you don't want his help. Can you be scary? What do you think of this? Now, the party's over. You want somebody out of the house? I want to get somebody out of your house. <laughs> but the fun has just begun. It's showtime. Learn to throw your voice, pull your friends, fun and party. Not bad. This is amazing. Want a cigarette? Oh, no, thank you. Oh, yeah, here I come, baby. He's guaranteed to put some life... Attention, keyboard shoppers. ...in your afterlife. <laughs> Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. And the ghost with postman. Oh, 
That was Beetlejuice released on March 30th, 1988, with a runtime of 92 minutes. Rated PG, directed by Tim Burton. Story by Michael McDowell and Larry Wilson, with a screenplay by Michael McDowell and Warren Scarin. Starring Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Winona Ryder, Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara, and the title character Michael Heaton as Beetlejuice. Uh, I just wanted to point out before I jump into the initial thoughts that this was released over a year before Batman came out. Batman was released on June 23rd, 1989. So imagine everybody hearing, oh, did you get who they heard to play Batman? They got Beetlejuice to play <laughs> Batman. Like, that's going to be any good. <laughs> you know, actually, really, truthfully, they did do that, but it was Mr. Mom. That was the dig. Of oh, course. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> So. Mr. That's okay. Yeah, I could see that. You, Mr. Mom, not one that we have yet to review. Uh, mainly Ooh, that's because I title. I mean, it would I be a Mother's Day movie, okay but at the days. same time, at, at the it's a Mother's Day movie, but at the same time, I don't want to pick a Mother's Day movie that's starring a man. Twenty twenty, you know, like, we're, we're we can go. We're, we're covering all bases. That's we right. maybe the week before next Mother's Day, <laughs> but we're not going to be. This is not about Mr. Mom. This is about Beetlejuice again. Back to this one. Initial thoughts. I loved this as a kid. Uh, every, everything about it. This movie got me in trouble at school. Uh, it was <laughs> the do? second grade, and I was talking about the, talking to some movie and in, in the class we were doing like whatever arts and crafts. And I was talking about Beetlejuice and somebody had said, oh, I never heard that movie. And I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. There's this one part when he's standing in front of a tree and he kicks it over. And he says, hey, nice model. I didn't say the F word in class, but I grabbed my crotch. Right. And of course, a kid went and told Snitches. the teacher he snitched. He, he oh. quoted Beetlejuice like you didn't. Kid didn't know Beetlejuice. He's just like, hey. He pretended to say the F word and he grabbed his crotch. Now I have to admit something uh, because this pulls into it. So I got in trouble because in the system of the second grade class, the teacher, Miss Hoffman, had had a card system. Right. So everybody started out with a green card. Right. And any time that you would do something, you know, that you weren't supposed to you'd break a rule or something, you would have to pull a card right throughout the month. So you would have you'd be on everybody would be on green Go pull a card, go pull a card, go pull a card. I had to pull a card because of that, right? And I was frustrated because I was on yellow. And I figured you're kid... on black. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing is that kids who are on green and yellow got to go on lunch at the end of the month with the teacher, right? They got to have, like, fast food or whatever, right? And I was mad that I was already at yellow and it was close to the end of the month. And I was just like... And I pretended to pull a card. <laughs> I, I faked the pulling of the card just so once. I just wanted one time, one time. It's dangerous to fake the pullout. I'm just telling you that now, Ozzy. I successfully faked the pullout. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for my father. Anyway, any initial thoughts on this movie? <laughs> um, this was always a classic. I've loved this film. I don't think there's ever been a time that when it was on, I was like, oh, God, I can't watch this again. You know, no matter where you are in the movie, you're happy to just jump in and enjoy. Because it's not a movie. 
after you've seen it at least once, obviously, but it's not one of those movies where you're like, oh, I have to catch it at the beginning to really enjoy. You're just like, I know I'm in for a good time no matter what. So, um, yeah, I was really excited to revisit it. Um, I watched this movie probably about two, three months ago. Uh, as is, so I was more than happy still to watch it again. Uh, never got in trouble from it, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's always been a fantastic film. Todd? Um, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, Greg already said it. I mean, everyone did it. I've been watching this since a kid. It's still great. It's, it, you throw it on whenever. Were um, you still a kid when this came out? Like, does that count? Nah. Uh, I, was, I was like 12. So, <laughs> okay. All right. You're still, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm you like, saw this in the theater. Uh, I think I did. I don't have a distinct memory of it, but I'm pretty sure I did. It would not be, but I just missed when Michael Keaton was Tim Burton's Johnny Depp. Just gonna say it and let that. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. I'll. I'll. I Speaking take of, there's the rumors that Beetlejuice two might happen with Johnny Depp. Not well, okay. Anyway, Michael Keaton's uh, still moving, gonna be in it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's not bring down the mood. Uh, no, I think what's fascinating here. I just want to go over one more story how this movie got me in trouble and then i'll move on uh the whole thing about drawing the door on the wall and then knocking three times yeah i did that on my bedroom wall and my, <laughs> my mom was not too happy i had to clean it like actually like get the rag and actually clean the crayon off the wall and my sister has never ever forgotten that story because like when she saw it, she laughed because she knew where it was from. Brilliant, you know. So, <laughs> so she's just like, oh, the six year old, like you know, just did this. Uh, and what's funny is her son actually they just saw it for the first time recently, and they actually bought a copy of the handbook of for the recently deceased. Oh, nice. But I think what's really interesting about this, and I think Greg, to your point, where you can watch it at any point and just go along for the ride is the title character, Beetlejuice himself, essentially the, the comedic relief for the story of the the two married couple. We just lost Todd. Well, I'm going to keep going. Essentially, the story between the two married couple who... The story is about them and their dad. Did we say his name three times? Or what? <laughs> Todd, Todd, Todd. Okay, oh. no, that didn't work. Oh, well. Uh, flesh wound producer Todd, flesh wound producer Todd, flesh wound producer Todd. Still nothing. Okay. Anyway, no. but the story is ultimately about Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis, and right. they had this perfect. Holy! I needed to say his whole name. I I just said your whole. <laughs> I I don't know if you heard Todd. I said flesh room producer Todd. Flesh room producer Todd. Wait, I'm not gonna say it a third time because then you'll disappear again. <laughs> so I'm gonna stop it right there. Nobody say it again. But uh, I actually had a timer going. And anytime it was Beetlejuice, like hearing his voice or doing whatever, I'd started the count. And the total time out of the 92 minutes is 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Now, what's interesting about that is up until the last about 15 minutes of the movie, mm -hmm. his screen time was at 10. It was at about 10 minutes up until the last 15 minutes, right? All of his mm -hmm. scenes were in short minute or three-minute spurts, right? He was so Jay and Silent Bob. 
Yeah, it, it gave you the tease of it, right? And then it saved that big chunk at the end where it just let everything go, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think, Craig, to your, Greg, to your point, that's exactly why you can just catch at any point because that part is at the end. And that is the best part of the movie is to see him just do his thing. That's what you've yeah. been wanting to see him do. And Burton, or, or the the script or the story does such a great job of building that up, of wanting you to see everything that he could do to really be the bio exorcist. Right. Uh, but it's just kind of clever of not overusing that character and using it in a way that is really effective and really sticks with people and still wants people still want to see him more because ultimately right. if you think about it it's a very obnoxious character and you really should not want to <laughs> like it like you have every reason in the world not to like this character right and in, including wanting to marry an underage girl <laughs> force marriage well we should leave like, that subject alone with this cast <laughs> there's one problem but i understand yes yes moving on we don't need to talk about that that's not what this show is for but Specifically, we're, we have every reason in the world not to like this character, but everybody loves the. He walks around Universal Studios. They made a cartoon about him. The video right. game was about him. You know, it wasn't yeah. about any anything else because people still love that character because they did such a good job of just giving you a little bit, little bit, little bit. Here's a lot doing the best that he can do. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're not gonna overdo it. We're not gonna um. What what am I thinking? Uh, Overstage we're gonna, welcome. We're not gonna Tony Khan it, if you will. Uh, it's an inside joke for the wrestling fans, but uh, it's not overdone, and it still makes you wanting more. Like I just finished watching it today. I don't want to see it again. You know, like I'll probably pop it in another next week. Greg, you mentioned that you just saw it a couple months ago, and you were more than happy to revisit it. So you know, and and to that point, um. You know, I was trying to think what other movies are out there in which, like, the title of the movie, that character is not really featured much. The only one, really, I could think of was Chasing Amy, but, like, Amy's really not in the film, and you don't really care about the Amy character. It's just part of the And this, one, this movie point. was fun. But this you movie care about fun. Beetlejuice. You this know, movie was fun. Ever. Yeah, you have Amy a personal beef on that, Ozzy, so just, yeah. I mean, did anybody actually cry in this movie? I just want to ask. Is anybody in the middle of the street yelling out obscenities out of sheer just frustration? Well, that's called just acting, like, Ozzy. Well, no, just it's, it's, just it's a serious running. dramatic scene. It's just not fun to watch. I mean, I just want to point that out. Well, I, I so, disagree sorry. with that statement. Mo yeah. Moving on. Was that? I'm oh, sorry. Was that all? I apologize. I don't know where we're yeah. moving on to. I thought, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we just move on to our favorite parts of the movie. Now, I did just let the cat out of the bag. The best part of the movie is that last 10 minutes where Beetlejuice does his thing, right? So I want to pick a line that I never caught before, or this line yeah, I never oh, caught before, wow. and I wanted to... Before you do it? Yeah. I have, I have another line I never caught before. I wonder if it's the same one. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's when they're at the dinner party oh, the, with the shrimp. Hold on a second. And there's a talk about a suicide attempt. And Otho mentions, you know what they say in the afterlife? If you commit suicide in the afterlife, you become a civil servant. And they all laugh. And I never picked up on that That's because it. it's pointed out by Miss Argentina. Like, had I known about this, I never would have had my accident. I was like, That's funny, but it was a great callback to that. It's like, had she known that she was going to be stuck there, she 
That's oh. it too. I, I was, was it? The first oh, time man, I ever hilarious. noticed it. First <laughs> yeah, time. That, that, I, that was I, the first I, time I noticed that line. That's like, wow, that did, just, did Todd and I get Mandela possibly? <laughs> Potentially. Because, yeah, there's that first comment, but you, it doesn't really click. And then when you hear that one, it like it's full circle and it makes it funny because you when you're it. paying, it's it's for those that are paying close attention from start to finish instead of just like, you know, in the background or whatever. Oh, it's just a random comedy paying attention to every you're rewarded for for that uh, for that. So, Greg, sorry, Todd, do you have a backup? I did not because I mean, it would you... honestly be the end too. It, it's like one of those where it's like, I yeah. don't know. Well, hey, I did it's bring him out. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it is to be fair, it's kind of built up like a like a wrestling feud, so to speak, yeah. where you have the promos, right? The minute to three minute, which by the way, the commercial where that the TV, the fake TV commercial that Beetlejuice had where Barbara and Adam first saw Beetlejuice, that was an actual 60 second commercial. Because remember, I said I had a timer going for any time Beetlejuice was on screen. Mm -hmm. That commercial was a 60 second commercial. And I thought that was so cool because they they forced an actual like they didn't just let's just do this and it could be 43 seconds or whatever. Like, no, we're going to do a 60 second commercial here for this bio exorcist. I would love to see some behind the scenes or like see if there is anything improvised because I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like, Hey, so you're shooting a 60 second commercial for your freelance business. Go. I'm curious if that happened, you know, because Keaton seems so mm, just Uh, nails this role so well that you don't know if anybody else could do it. I agree. I I just mm -hmm. don't think Burton would give up that much creativity. He he seems like by the book. Okay. That's fair. Well, yeah. at least it's and okay. Well, to that point, at least Keaton made it seem so organic and natural that it came yeah. from him. So even better on that point. And who knows if he still like didn't just ad lib a few things. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it, you it, know it's not possible. I'm just pointing out yeah. I, like, that Burton seems like he'd be a pain in the ass about on, on the camera, words. sure. But I guarantee off camera, there at, at least have been some moments where he just free formed just in yeah. the character just to get into it and that would could you imagine i'm just saying like i'm just throwing this out there in the universe so if it happens in the future we can you know thank me remember when we saw this, uh, this is spinal tap the commentary of spinal tap wasn't like your traditional commentary it was actual spinal tap band watching this right so imagine if beetlejuice was giving commentary on this movie but it was keaton as be that would be hilarious like i think it would be hilarious because it could be the the subtle moments and i don't know if he would be up to the task of staying in that character for 90 minutes well yeah in terms of you, recorded for 90 minutes long you don't want a pinky in the brain the situation where <laughs> it was like pinky in the brain was great as you know a side cartoon that happened during animaniacs but when they got their full show you're just like okay that's I don't need this much of it. Agree to disagree. Uh, (laughs) Or like, okay, well, how about this? Well, what if it was like Beetlejuice's special commentary where it just fast forwarded to the parts with him? (laughs) I could see him doing that. I I could. That's all this garbage. (laughs) But like he's commenting. And then you just hear. hear, (laughs) You know, and then. Oh, yeah, here I am. You know what? (laughs) 
and then he like and then he goes into his artful critique of his performance just like what are your qualifications well i attended juilliard which gave me a heart that would be my backup if i if you know i guess if i get let you guys go first but when he immediately went from like that over the top crazy just well i did this and then he builds it up to not to mention I've seen the extras 167 times and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. <laughs> just a great, just from solo to just like a wrestling, like a macho man, Randy Savage promo. Yeah. That's what it felt yeah. like. So again, you know, I hate to go back to it, but that's what it feels like inherently. Yeah. No, so, it's, it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna ask Todd. Are you sure you don't have like a backup favorite? Moment? I, I, no, I thought it was gonna be the only one who had that. I'd even That's put funny. a backup down. Wow. Um, you know, I'd even say like my favorite moment isn't the funniest, but I, I always enjoy that ending. Just the song, the dance number. I it's just myself. such a funny way to end it. I, I caught myself one. grinning from ear to ear because while it wasn't like a lot of this movie wasn't laugh out loud funny, but it was just so much fun right. to watch because also the, the music was its own character. Elfman's right. music had, had such like the perfect for everything. So just every scene, the mood that it was in, just everything just flowed so well. Again, back to your point, you could watch it anytime because it just works. It's entertaining from start to finish. I'll, yeah. I'll pick one, and I'm sure you could probably guess what it is if you think about it hard enough. Of course, when Beetlejuice goes into the whorehouse, <laughs> yeah, yeah. his huh. dance on the way up there, I love that bit. I loved it when I was a kid. I didn't get it as well as a kid. But... Yeah. I also, uh... I no- Go ahead. I noticed something this time where um, that, I, that I don't think I appreciated as much before. When they're in the um, office showing... Uh, the the social worker, you know, the faces that they're going to make, you know, when his wife does the face, you know, he's got his eyes on his fingers. He takes his glasses up and he puts the eyeballs <laughs> to the glasses. I was like, yeah. oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Did you also, because uh, I also, the social worker, she had, you know, the, and yeah. so back to that joke, but when they asked her who Beetlejuice is and she takes the inhale of the cigarette, I feel that was supposed to be the biggest slap in the face to that joke in case you hadn't caught it yet, where the smoke comes out from her neck. Yeah. Like if you hadn't caught it yet, that was the moment where you'd be like, Oh, that's funny. Right. (laughs) And also more along the lines of like, Hey, by the way, this one also committed suicide. So more on that later. Right. Uh, so going into the ratings, again, while well, it wasn't, it didn't have a lot of laugh out loud funny moments. It's just a fun movie that I could watch over and over again. Everything about it, I love. It's it's a five out of five for me. Greg, I there's no way like you can do anything less than a five for this movie. You know, even with the special effects of its time being interesting, um, it was still a lot of fun. Those sandworms were creepy as a kid, but I they're still fantastic. Uh, yeah, definitely five out of five. Um, speaking of sandworms, I actually made a sandworm. I, I I didn't grab that out of, out of my stuff, but I did grab my Beetlejuice. Um, I'm a five out of five. It's yeah, I still have my got my toy. Come on, <laughs> I, I do want to point out that 
while it is a five out of five from all of us that I think we enjoyed it so much to a point that we're willing to forgive so much, especially like the ending. So I, I gotta be fair. I'm like, I pick apart other stuff, just being technical or whatever. Mm -hmm. If a remember when first Adam and then Barbara both, well, it's not really said after Barbara, but after Adam steps out and he's about to be eaten by the sandworm and Barbara pulls him out. She says you were gone for two months. Right. So in that in that world, you're supposed to believe time moves is whatever, like a little bit of time. There is a lot of time in the real world or whatever. Right. So is it a, a spoiler alert? I mean, come on. It was 1980. The sandworm you know, part. <laughs> no, well, just more fine. so that Beetlejuice sends Barbara to this the sandwormville, right? And there's the sandworm. Why doesn't the sandworm just eat Barbara? How does that conversation go? Like, hold on. Do you want Beetlejuice instead? Let me ride on your back. And do you know how we get there? Because uh, I don't see a door around here. So I, I was uh, that that was like if I had a nitpick, but it didn't matter because I loved the whole movie. I again, the movie as a whole, I loved so. I'm willing to let stuff like that go. It would be great if like they did an outtake of that, you know, so just a deleted scene where the sandworm goes to eat Barbara. She's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, why do we have to do this? I understand. Like, I understand. But hold on a second. Let's just like, talk. Sandworm's just like, well, actually, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got fives all around from the three of us and that was the review and discussion of beetlejuice it is available to stream on hbo max and of course available in all digital formats is there a any special edition blu-ray of this time uh there is a 4k um there is a blu-ray unfortunately what features do we have on that there, if at all there are there it's that era of the warner brothers disc that didn't really have great features um I just want to double check the the Blu-ray if uh, we have anything added. But has there I, been somebody that you've encountered that has not seen this movie? No, no, not that I know of. While he's looking I, that up, I, I do want to bring up one more point uh, of of this film that I, I had a great chuckle at when he's trying to get Lydia to guess his name. And she's like, why don't you just tell me? And there's obvious reasons, like, he's not allowed to. <laughs> he's just like, well, you'll tell your friends, and then they'll be bothered. It's like, God. Makes my so life much. a living hell. <laughs> like, it's it's stuff like that that I'm curious if that was ad-libbed, you know? like Right. And you see why it became a cartoon, because he's basically a cartoon character in this. Right. Um, yeah. And speaking of which, the Blu-ray, and this is what the, the, D, the special edition DVD has also. It has three episodes of the cartoon and a theatrical trailer. Okay. So. You know, I'm kind of disappointed in the both of you. For, yeah. for all this Dante talk about, you know, just whatever Brian O'Halloran, whatever Dante jokes you want to have. Do you want to be even... author now? No, no, <laughs> shut up. Let me get to my point and I'll point out where you guys missed a major opportunity. You said, Ozzy, I had no idea that you submitted your own Inferno for the film because it was Dante's Inferno. That's just 
too bad. That's that's too bad. No, I would have done that on myself, and I would have been pissed off. You guys lost. You guys missed out on an opportunity right there. No matter how stupid it was, I would have just been like, because that's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, they're going to bring that up. But anyhow, no, I, I just I, like to call you out for missing an opportunity. That's I, all. I, I know. But there will be an opportunity next week <laughs> as we'll have a new episode. And we will be continuing the horror comedy series. Last week, we had the review of the Munsters. And this week, we had Beetlejuice. Next week, we'll be visiting a Joe Dante film that I have actually never seen before. That is Burying the X. Looking forward to that. So be sure to tune in next week. And after that, another one that I've never seen before. We're going to go a little bit further back, a little bit classic. One starring Don Knotts, the ever-popular Ghost, and Mr. Chicken. Looking forward to that as well. And then lastly, on Halloween, we're going to have an episode where we will review a horror comedy as voted on based by our Patreon members. So if you have not yet done so, go to patreon.com slash fleshwoundfeatures and be sure to become a member for only a dollar a month. You'll be able to participate in this vote. And of course, if you're listening on the YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. And if you're actually, I should say, if you're watching on the YouTube, be sure to like subscribe. And if you're listening on the audio version podcast only, be sure to go over to the YouTube. Check that out where you can see the trailer and all the other fun stuff that we have on the YouTube show. Really not anything bonus, just our three beautiful faces. But anyhow, you guys have anything else before we head out for the week? Um, check out all the other shows this month on uh, Flesh Wound. Every Flesh Wound, everything else we got. Horror, <laughs> that's why. That, listen, Todd. That's why I said if you're watching the YouTube, like and subscribe, so that way, whenever there's a new Flesh Wound horror, but it's fl- a big month. The, it's a it's a definite definite big month. So be sure to check that out. And if you are in the Orange County area, of course, I'll be hosting trivia this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Tuesday at the Brewery in Placentia, Wednesday in Griffin's Grill, Los Alamitos, and Thursday at the Honeypot Meadery in Anaheim. And this Saturday, October 15th in Anaheim at the American Legion Post will be 3PWA presenting Trick or Get Beat, an American Legion fundraiser where I will be in attendance handling the ring introductions now i almost forgot that but i'm glad i got that in there now we'll see you next week for that new episode for flesh room producer todd and world famous juggler greg larson i'm ozzy v and we'll see you next week right here on flesh wound farce Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. 
With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.